Welcome back to another episode of What Now? I'm your host, Dylan Lau, and I know if you've been following along with me, it has been a while since I've made another episode, and so I'm going to be talking about why and kind of talking about my college experience as well, because if you followed along, you've noticed I've only made two podcast episodes throughout my whole college experience, and they were not necessarily college-focused or like my experience-focused. They were more focused on just like things I learned and more theological theological based information and so I definitely recommend go checking that out go and seeing what I had to say because I really do think I still made a lot of good points within those episodes but I wanted this episode especially since it's been so long just to be a reconnection of the things I've learned the things I've experienced and really just explaining why it has been so long since I have made an episode and so let's go ahead and get on into it. So this is going to be an episode that's not necessarily as clean cut as the other episodes have been. I'm just kind of talking off my experience. I didn't really have a lot of planning, but I did kind of write down a lot of verses and a lot of lessons that I learned throughout my college experience. I'm going to try to talk about them chronologically as best as I can and kind of just show, explain what was going on in those moments. And the biggest thing that I learned going into college was that I did the biggest like accomplishment I think I figured out going into college is that I built a foundation of faith and like you never really fully know if you actually built a foundation of faith until it's tried until it's tested until it's put into real world scenarios and so I think stepping into this college atmosphere this whole new place with all of these new people with all of these new experiences I think it really put my faith to the test and I think honestly it really helped me just really taste and see that the Lord is good. And so that was one of the many verses that was on my heart, but I'm kind of getting ahead to myself because I didn't really figure that out till second semester. But starting off, one of the biggest verses that came to me was in Jeremiah 29, 11, it stated, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And so that, I know that's kind of like a stereotypical verse and it's like kind of something you see all over Pinterest or all over Instagram or all that kind of stuff. But honestly, like when I read it and see it online and stuff, it never really sticks. But for some reason, I was having a really hard time with major choices and career choices because I feel like all the time, but especially before going into college, it felt like I needed to have everything planned out. I needed to know what to do. I needed to know what major to be. I needed to know what classes to take. And it really kind of felt like that stepping into the first round of college classes that I was taking because during advising meetings and stuff, they'd be like, okay, so we kind of have to set you up for the future reference if you're going to go like this certain pathway. Like for me, I was deciding whether or not I should go in the business pathway. And so if you need to go in the business pathway, you need to do all these sort of electives. And so you won't be behind. And so you won't miss out on these opportunities. And for me, the idea of missing out, falling behind, struggling, or like being held back or being like missing opportunity, FOMO basically, kind of freaked me out and kind of really spiraled me, even though I had time. I had time to figure out and I kind of just didn't really know where to go. And so within this year alone, I changed my major three times. So I was going into college as a religion major 
that was just kind of like, you know what, no matter what I do, it's going to be God-focused, so it's going to be great. Even though I knew 100% that I was going to change that major, that's just kind of what I picked. And so I went in, and then kind of figured out, and then I ended up switching to communications. And so my whole thought process behind that was that, you know, I really like building relationships with people. I really would like to one day do be in the career field of like talking on stage with meeting with people, doing, helping people just like discover the, discover having a faith of their own and discovering their own idea of self-worth and self-love. That's kind of what I had the idea of going into college with. And so I kind of was like, what career is that? Like, what is the name of that career? Like, it's not a doctor. It's not a neurosurgeon. It's not a, a scientist. It's not an engineer. Like, I don't, there was no label for that. And so that kind of freaked me out too. And so with all these worries and with all these stresses, I think God just met me where I am. I started going to a couple churches. That was one thing I actually did get plugged into a lot was the church field. So I actually, I didn't church hop as much as I would like would have liked to. And so that's probably something I'm going to try again next year. But I did get plugged into two small groups. I was doing the most for church. I think I was doing going to more church Monday through like Wednesday than I was like the rest of the week, which was really interesting for me. Like I never expected to like that be like the main thing that I do in my life. I expected that I would be joining a lot of clubs. I would be doing like a lot of activities and stuff. And honestly, looking back, I probably should have invested more time in clubs, invested more time in activities and stuff that would have poured into me but I think just establishing this foundation that I can have God in college that I can be surrounded and and find community that also love and support having a relationship with God as well I think that was super crucial and that was super important to me to get my footing on and so throughout all this I God really planted on my heart the Jeremiah 29 through 11 verse and actually I had the opportunity with one of my churches I went to Wesley if you go to UGA definitely go check that out if you are a freshman there's a like an organization called Freshly which is like a part of Wesley and so I really liked that and we had a retreat in the fall and another verse that really came that was brought up to me and really stuck with me after that was in Psalms 37 4 where he said take the light in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and so I honest actually literally today because honestly I've been kind of I haven't been out of the loop with faith like I still believe in God still trusted him but having those daily habits of like reading the word of surrounding myself with the spirit of really just like pushing myself to learn more about God I've been kind of falling out of that and so this week I think was kind of like one of the bigger motivators to get me to do this podcast again and to see the people that I've interacted with coming home and having them ask me about it and having me be like, wow, I really just haven't gotten into this word, haven't been able to experience it in a while. So I think, and so through that relearning phase or that re-sparking of energy, re-sparking of motivation, I was reminded of this verse that to take the light in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But I was also reminded that the desires of my heart, my actual heart, can shift as I become more, more developed within, more knowledgeable of who God is and who he created me to be. Because he will mold your desires to fit his God-breathed image. This also was through a video. I don't remember the guy's name, but it was just look up like relationships 
sermon part three or something like that and it'll it'll most likely be it through transformation church it was taught he tied that idea to proverbs 14 12 where he said there there's a way that appears to be right but in the end it leads to death or in the video it said there's a path before each person that seems right but in the end leads to death and so we can have all of these ideas about what we think the perfect college year will look like, what we think our friends should look like, what we think the college experience actually should be that will actually fulfill us, what we think joy is, what we think happiness is, what we think love is, what we think relationships are. We can have all of these mental images, even like what we think God is, who we think the creator of the universe is, who we think church, what we think church people are. We can have our own picture in our mind of what will fulfill us, what actually religion is, and what or what we think actual religion is, or what we think the God who loves us is. We can have all of these images, but even though we may have our own pictures, our own desires, our own wants in life, those things might not be what truly fulfill us. Because what truly fulfills us is what God has to say. It's what God is trying to show us. And kind of get what really God is trying to say when it comes to the idea of joy, when it comes to the idea of him, when it comes to the idea of how we should view our other church people, our other followers in Christ. Basically, by following him, it allows us to redefine what we've already defined in our heads. And so that was really, that was something I kind of learned throughout the whole year. I kind of fast forwarded a bunch of steps, but I was kind of skidding along through learning that and through experiencing that but I think now it was kind of funny how like full circle it came because I, for the longest time, especially first semester, I was really hung up on the verses that he'll give you the desires of your heart. Like he sees me, he recognizes me, he knows my struggles and what I'm going through and yet he still will provide for me. He still will see me through. And that whole idea of seeing me through is kind of what carried me through the whole semester. And so a really big thing that I worked through was the idea of trust and comparison, like I said earlier, is that we can have our own idea of what will fulfill us, and we can look to the left and to the right and be looking at all these people going out to parties, and we can look at all these people drinking and having fun, and we can look at all these people having a huge group of friends and being totally social, totally popular, or what our view of popular may be. They may not even be popular themselves, they just have a big group of friends, but in reality, like, we don't know if those other people that we're comparing ourselves to are actually fulfilled or actually genuinely finding joy in life or actually being the people that God has called them to be. And so once we let go of, or once I let go of my perceptions and let God, and let God fill me with how he actually wants me to view the situation of how he actually wants me to view myself and my worth and the friends that I've made and the experiences that I've had, then I was really just honestly met with such an outpour of graciousness and of thankfulness and of love and gratitude and like it's honestly so hard to explain like I've like never been more thankful for what God has grown me through what God has put me through the ups the downs the left the right the highest of high moments and the lowest of low moments just like I just remember nights where I would just have days of anxiety, days of stress, days of worry, days like I feel like I could never catch up, especially happened a lot second semester because it depends on who you are. But for a lot of people, especially going into freshman year, their first and second semesters can kind of fluctuate. I know for a lot of people, especially people moving from 
far away locations, going to out-of-state schools, or just even just moving out, the whole idea of moving out. It can be really hard first semester, and usually they figure it out and get back, get back up second semester, but I don't know why for me, like, I had a really great first semester. It was really good talking to people, meeting people, getting those new experiences. I think just when everything, when the sand kind of faded, when the dust kind of faded, and we went into second semester, and it's like, oh my gosh, I have to, like, do it again and there's not really like a footing here like I have like a good a little group of friends but like I really have to like start from scratch and really start these classes over and really keep pursuing my goals keep pursuing my it, like can't be just like a one excite it can't be a one passionate moment it has to be a, a consistent movement a consistent movement that leads to change and it leads to growth and it leads to achieving those goals and dreams that you actually do have set for yourself and honestly for the most part, a lot of people don't actually have those goals yet. And I know for me, like, I had God to be, like, my direction and my anchor and, like, kind of just be like, okay, he's going to be the center and, you know, whatever happens is going to happen. He's going to lead me to what he's going to be. If he wants me to be a doctor, great. If he wants me to work in the church, great. If he wants me to be an astronaut, sure. Like, I will make it work because I trust God's plans and God's motives in my life and I know that he has given me a certain set of skills that will achieve his goals and if those things are his goals then I will be able to achieve them and now you're probably hearing this like wow that's really good for you but I really have no idea what I'm doing and I have no idea where God is shooting me and I have no idea the direction I'm going and honestly this is especially what it happened second semester especially when I went through a lot of seasons of low point I it happened a lot in January and February where I had very low, very low mental health season and I just really was not feeling confident in my self-worth and I was feeling like I was just trying to stay afloat and to not drown and to not roll back into my, to my feelings of that I used to feel in high school of like lack of self-worth, lack of ability, lack of social ability I just felt like I wasn't achieving my goals even though I was involved and like doing a lot of things like I was working out I was spending time on the relationship with my those small group of friends I actually did really invest in and I did really grow and I really do think that was a very good good outlet and if you guys are listening you know who you are I love you guys but that being said I did go through a lot and I really just couldn't keep up and I didn't know how to balance all of that and still somehow keep a good relationship with God. And I also, during that season, is when I finished my Bible plan. So, like, I had this goal in mind where I was going to finish reading the Bible in a year. I, you know, life and stuff is complicated, and I had seasons of up and down, but it took me two years to complete, and I actually completed it in the end of the year, actually. It took me two full years to complete. And so this semester, I kind of didn't really have any, like, foundation of stuff to go off of I didn't have those habits like in place like I didn't have like scripture new scripture to read every day I was just kind of like oh what do I read now and I just picked a random book and read it read it and then I was kind of going off what I was experiencing in one of my religion classes and that was kind of a completely different experience because it gave an in-depth um, experience within the Old Testament and the Jewish way of life, which was super interesting. And I highly recommend to explore the Old Testament, explore the Jewish world, explore all of those aspects. But it kind of, I just still didn't feel like I was building that relationship with God. I was just kind of learning more about 
history and more about how we came to the religions that we are now and like the thought processes and like the historical documents how those came to be and I just felt like I wasn't really getting still a practical point and still developing a practical relationship and so I guess that kind of just helped this just kind of led me to fall off the train a little bit and, and a funny thing is when especially when Christians who are people who people are already Christians like this can happen a lot and this will happen a lot too especially people who are new to faith or just like trying to commit to anything new there is a season of there's growth and each level that you grow to there's a new challenges and new experiences that you face and so going into college I feel like I was growing a lot and honestly when I hit that next level of my faith realizing that I did have that foundation realizing I did have this idea of God and where I was going to go and how I was going to experience once I hit second semester and and already realizing this like I didn't know where else to go it's like okay cool I have this foundation but like what do I build next? Like, how do I keep going? Like, I didn't even think about, like, how to continue it. I just was thinking of trying to maintain the foundation that I had, trying to fight off the negative thoughts, trying to pull out the weeds that were growing in my head, and I just forgot to sow new things. I forgot to grow new things. I forgot to plant seeds. I forgot to focus on bringing people to Christ. I forgot to focus on having those God-breathed conversations with my peers, with my friends. I forgot to create more episodes in this podcast, and I've kind of felt like I had to just really focus on myself. And so I had a, which is crazy, because I feel like the past two years, I've been focusing on myself a lot, focusing on my self-worth and how I can grow spiritually and how I can develop in this time of singleness through this time of discovering allowing myself to accept the way I am as a whole and unique individual, which is the definition of single, another thing that I got from part two of a Transformation Church sermon, so I definitely recommend checking that out, but just being okay in this moment of singleness, because I'm going to be single the rest of my life, whether I have a husband, whether I have a boyfriend, whether I have just me, like, I'm still going to be my own individual human being, and I'm still going to have my own individual interests, my own individual passions, my own individual walk with Christ. And so trying to figure that out, especially before relationships and before all all of these X, Y, and Z things, as was really important to me. And even though like I feel like I've been doing it for so long, I'm just like, I'm such like a people person wanting to help others. And sometimes that falls into people-pleasing and so it's really hard to, like, take this time to focus on myself. Like, I get in seasons where I'm like, okay, it's enough talking about myself. Like, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm worthy of myself. Like, let's move on. But reality check is that learning about yourself and experiencing yourself and loving yourself is not just going to be, like, a two-year event. It's not going to be just a season. It's going to be a lifetime experience, and it's going to be something that I'm going to have to keep doing for the rest of my life, and it's something that I'm just going to have to accept. And honestly, I I'm just realizing this now as I'm sitting this here, (laughs) but honestly, like, I trust God, and I trust how I formed, like, honestly, comparing me now to me who I was when I first started my walk with Christ, like, I had no idea who God was, who God really was, and who God really wanted me to be, and who I really was, and who I really wanted to be, and I think now just going with Him, and walking with Him, and love and learning to love God and learning to love my community and learning to love myself it's just it's crazy how aligned like our perspectives are being and how aligned my perspectives are being with God's perspectives and I'm not saying like it's perfect like I'm 
I mess up every day. Like, it's not something, like, I will ever fully be able to do with 100% accuracy, but it's something that I'm noticing is happening in my life, and it's something that is just bringing, has brought me such unfathomable amounts of gratitude and unfathomable amounts of just blessing on blessing. Like, those friends that I made, like, I made it, I downed it from what it really was because those friends are were so fruitful so loving so kind and it actually knowing them and experiencing them and it just allowed me to be more of myself with them and honestly like I don't (laughs) I don't know if they'll ever watch this but um they wrote me letters and stuff for like the end of the year I don't know if it's my birthday or the end of the year or something but like everything they wrote to me was everything I've wanted to be in life is every is the person that like I've wanted to be is the person that I've wanted I've wanted to reflect on my community on my surroundings and you know like like just being the person who lights up a room being the person who brings energy being the person who helps people feel more welcome feel more loved feel more cared for like like that's what I strive for in life that's what I want I want people when they see me, when they interact with me, to feel more welcome, to feel more loved, to feel more like they have a place on this world and they have someone to talk to. Basically, I just really, just knowing them and to experience them and for them to see that in me and still me being myself is really just a God-breathed thing. And that is one thing I learned. I If you know Forever Free, that is a band that was kind of like brought out through North Point Inside Out or like Gwinnett Church Inside Out look them up it's like FRVR free (laughs) and they have like this heritage like heritage night hold on let me look it up for you yeah heritage night volume one it's from 2020 and one of the prayers I'm pretty sure it's oh it's Josh's prophecy live it's number 11 on the track go back and listen to that if you have it if you have the capability to do so he talks about the idea of prophesying not about your future but to your future and that's kind of something I've walked with my whole like pretty much all of my college year and I've seen it come back to me in extremely fruitful ways and like the way to do that is basically not saying like in my future, I'd really like a boyfriend. In my future, I'd really like to succeed. I'd really like to get good grades. I'd really like to, like, have, get a good church. I'd really like to find good friends. I'd really like to find that church community. Instead of saying that, say, like, it's kind of like manifesting, basically, but I guess in the biblical world, it's prophesying. I don't know. I kind of see it as the same, except God has his hand on it, so, like, you know, it's obviously a little bit a bit more fruitful to me but anyway it's basically just like in your prayers being like god i pray school knows that it's going to be god breathed i pray that my future friends know that your hand is on them i pray that the future churches that i experience the future things that you give me are going to be god breathed that your hand is going to see me through that's going to walk me through that your spirit is going to be there and everything else is going to surround you And kind of things like that, just saying that God is going to be in the middle of all of these things, that God is going to be there. Not, God, I want you there, but God is going to be there. And having that center, having that truth, 
honestly, it helps reposition, it helped me reposition my heart and reposition my mind, and honestly, I can't explain how everything happened, but the friends that I'm surrounded with, the things that I did this year are extremely God-breathed. I got to travel, I got to go to California, like, what? That was not on my plan. One of my, one of the roommates that I'm living with next year, she lives in California, and that was probably one of the most, like, I don't like just God breathe moments in my life. Like we were sitting on the beach and that's when the verse taste and see that the Lord is good in Psalms 34, eight, that's when that came into my mind. And honestly, that whole week, every good thing is just taste and see that the Lord is good. And, and I even remember getting that verse and being like, what taste and see, like, what does that even mean? Why, like, why would I taste? How would I t- be like, <laughs> how would that work? But then we would just like, I don't know, just the whole idea of taste and see that the Lord is good. Like, even just sitting down at, like, a family table and eating and just, like, looking to my left and right and being like, wow, like, this is a God-breathed moment. Like, God got me here. God got me to these good people that I'm sharing a laugh with, that I'm being myself around, that I get to see different parts of the world with. Like, that is something that is beyond blessed, that I'm beyond blessed to be a part of. And even, not even just, like, traveling the world, just waking up in the morning and walking outside and, like, seeing the weather and seeing people and and so when I just like be at peace and trust that the Lord's got me like he always lines up everything just so like perfectly in ways I never thought or imagined could happen and so just that constant trust is something that I'm consistently learning even through the summer and even through probably my whole life to be honest because I'm a very anxious person I like to know how things are going to happen I like to know what will happen if this happens or what will happen if I commit to this or what will happen if I commit to that and in reality I just have to learn to let go and trust and I especially think that's going to be important going into next year because I am going to try to involve myself more in community clubs and in community activities and just kind of start doing more things that allow me to reach this target goal that I've discovered that I've rediscovered this summer and in, which was like helping people discover their relationship with God and their relationship with themselves and I think that is just so crucial and so important and so I just want to kind of use this podcast as a main tool to do that and kind of practice me talking practice me practicing me explaining my ideas and I hope these were just some of the many things but some of the most pivotal things that I've learned throughout my first experience in college and of course I have so many stories of college and so many good memories so many wonderful experiences that but this podcast is already almost 30 minutes long but I hope you guys gain something from this episode and honestly I feel so much better about this episode I actually re recorded an episode I think in either January or December trying to make another one because I felt like the the need to like make another episode I'm like why am I not making something why am I not creating anything and when I did I created an episode but it just didn't feel like me it didn't feel like something that I wanted to say and I just was kind of going on tangents about drinking and partying and things that are we need to talk about as Christians but it just wasn't something that was personal to me and it wasn't something that like I could truly talk about and so I think this episode is a good start to getting back into the progress and I don't know what the episodes are going to look like going forward and I'm not sure about how everything will lay out but I trust God's timing and I trust God's planning and I really am confident in this episode and what God has done with it and so I just I pray that you learn something new and if you have any questions at all feel free to reach out on my email whatnowpodcast20 at gmail.com 
or my Instagram, dlaud.3, or my podcast Instagram, what.nowpodcast. And of course, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening and making these episodes happen and for actually wanting to hear from me and hear what I have to say. It was amazing, actually, how many people ask me about these episodes and what I've created. And honestly, you guys are what helps motivate me to continue making these episodes and to get back on the train and get back on the wagon and hopefully make more episodes for you guys in the future or whatever it may be. If it's YouTube videos or whatever, may it just be to glorify God and to help you connect more to your life and to your life with Christ. So hope you all have a good day. See ya.